0: Oh my God! 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 Weenie, 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 teeny, hey everybody! It is me, your boy, Stu McAllister. with me as always, most of the time, nobody. Thank you very much for being here, nobody. Greatly appreciated. It is Thursday, March 11th, 311. Are you fans of the band 311? I got a buddy who is, he actually got his license plate says something like 311 fan or something like that. And I'm like, how ridiculous is it that you have your license plate uh, done after a mediocre band. <laughs> of course, some people would say the tragically hip are mediocre, and I would call those people fuck faces. Simple as that. Oh, hi Sadie dog. Sadie Dog came up here. Uh sorry, this podcast is later than normal. I uh, work for the Dividants. I'm back I was back, baby! I'm back! Work for the Dippin Dots and uh dots can I have you work long days. I worked 12 and a half hours. I worked uh, t- 6 to 6 30 today. 12 and a half hours. It is now just a little before 7. I didn't have any time to show prep. No fucking show prep time! But uh, it doesn't fucking matter because we're, we're going to talk about the beer brackets. The beer brackets. Let's drink beer. Get drunk. Woo, woo, woo. Going to get drunk. Thank you to everyone who did vote. I do appreciate it. Uh, I think it's fun. Hopefully you guys find it fun. If you don't find it fun, well, I don't know what to tell you. I love brackets. All right. So let's get down to it. We're in the logger bracket. And some people were like, how did this get in this bracket? And I'm like, they're just names of the brackets. They're not like, teams in the West Coast sometimes get put in the West bracket. It's just how it fucking is, right? When you're playing college basketball, North Carolina might end up in the West bracket. Are they in the West Coast? Fuck no, but that's just how it goes. So in the lager bracket, we had Miller Lite versus Guinness Stout. Uh, It was close, closer than I thought it would be, but Miller Lite pulled it out with 53% of the vote. See you, Guinness. Guinness was one of those things where uh, when I was back living in Buffalo, there was this bar called Mr. Good Bar. God, I cannot remember. I think my days off were like Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I was working at a homeless shelter for kids and uh, so the schedule was goofy and my, the days off were Tuesday and Wednesday for me. So Tuesday, if I remember correctly, was the night that Mr. Goodbar had like quarter draft night. And it was a bar that I could walk to. So it was super convenient. So I'd walk down to the bar and then I would have a Guinness because I would get there right before they started throwing quarter drafts. I would order Guinness, and I would drink it, because Guinness is not a beer that you can slam. You can't really chug Guinness. I mean, I suppose you can, but you really shouldn't. It's very thick. And I would drink it. It would take me a while to drink it. And then by the time I got done with it, I could then pound these quarter drafts of uh, piss beer whatever the hell it was. I don't even remember what the hell it was. And uh, so, you know, I drink a good beer followed by bad beer, and by the time I got to the bad beer, it didn't even fucking matter. So, there you go. Do uh, do dig some Guinness, but Guinness, you're fucking out. Then we had number two, Budweiser, versus number seven, PBR. I thought that the uh, PBR would be able to pull it out, but they were not. Uh, Budweiser won with 53% of the vote. There we go. Number three, Corona versus number six, Coors Light. Corona won. In this day and age of the coronavirus, who knew? It was Pisswater versus Pisswater and non-light Pisswater won. So good for Corona. So then we got New Holland Dragon's Milk versus Stella Artois. And uh, I thought Stella Artois would win just because people were more familiar with it, but maybe... People were familiar enough with Stellar Awa and going there. Eh, it's a shit beer. So New Holland won with fifty-eight percent of the vote. So it was one, two, three, four, one. So it's going to be uh, the bracket will be Miller Lite versus New Holland, and Budweiser versus Corona. As we re, we're going to we reseed everybody reseed. So then we're down in the ale bracket. Ale bracket. We had some heavy fucking hitters. But uh right off the bat, Miller High Life versus Heineken. Ah, uh, Heineken won! The High Life goes down, the number one seed goes down. Then we had number two versus number seven. Bush over Natty Light. Bush destroyed him 78%. Then we got number three, Coors Banquet, over number six, Michelob. Coors Banquet, destroyed. Of course they did. If I could have a sponsor of this podcast, it would be Coors Banquet. So Coors Banquet won. And then we have number four, Bud Light, versus number five, Killian's Irish Red. Uh, Shocker! Shocker! Killian's Irish Red takes down Bud Light. I'm surprised by that, because I do think Bud Light is the most popular beer in the country. Apparently not with the listeners... Of the Elemental Podcast, so we got eight Heineken, two Bush, three Coors Banquet, and five uh, Killian's Red. So it's going to be Heineken versus Bush, Coors Banquet versus Killian's Irish Red. I'm thinking Heineken over Bush and Coors Banquet over Killian's. Uh in the Stout racket number one Yingling oh against number eight Parent Black Yingling wins sixty-one percent. Number two, Keystone Light versus number seven, Dos Equis. Dos Equis wins! 77% crushed him. And I'm disappointed in that. I thought Keystone was going to win. Nine of O's in the word smooth to describe Keystone. What are you doing, Sadie? Stop doing that. Uh, number three, uh, Shaden Fruit, Grapefruit versus number six, Hands. Shaden Fruit, Grapefruit didn't stand a chance. Hams takes it with 66% of the vote. All the fucking hipsters. And then number four Labat over oh, uh, against number five Molson, and uh, Labat wins with 74% of the vote. So we got number one Yingling, uh, number seven Dosakis, and then we got number six Hams versus number four Labat. How about that? And then in the last bracket, the IPA bracket. Oops! What the hell happened? Ah, uh, number one Bush Light. I know I put Bush, but I'm changing it to Bush Light. If you got a problem with it, I don't give a shit. Bush Light beats out Pacifico. Number two Bohemian versus number seven Lindman's Lambic. Lind Lindman's Lambic wins. A oh, Lambic beer, one Sadie dog. How about that? Number three Black Label versus number six Founders. My grandpa would be pissed. He was a huge fan of Black Label. Founders destroyed him. Seventy-two percent of the vote. And then this was the probably the closest one of the night. We had the two Michelobes against each other. Michelob Ultra versus Michelob Light. And I'm a little sad because uh, I tried to uh, tag some beers in it and see if I could get any responses, and Michelob Light actually responded, but they fucking lost. So Michelob Ultra, you're moving on! So we got number one, Bush Light, versus number seven, Lin- Linsman Lambic. And number six founders versus number four Michelob Ultra. So there we go. I will post these later tonight. Please go look for them. Please go vote. Let me know what you think. You can vote up until Monday. Monday, Monday, <speaking in Spanish> sha la 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 la, sha la 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 la. Who was that? The Mamas and the Papas. So anyway, uh, I work for Dibbondot today because I had off. I started my new job yesterday, but apparently uh, it was just for orientation. And they're like, yeah, you're actually, you're not going to start your job until Sunday. I'm like, ah, fuck, what the fuck? So uh, I told my boss over at Dibbondot's because he was the one going, hey, man, if you got any time, let me know. And I was like, hey, I'm off Thursday, Friday, if you need me. And he's like, fuck, yeah. So, uh, like I said, I worked 12 and a half hours today. He wants me to work again tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's a local route, so it won't be that long. I was up in fucking uh, Sag-nasty Michigan today. Ugh, Christ. What an awful fucking town. I, I can't lie. When I drive through it, just so many dilapidated buildings. It's the, the fucking Ross Belt, and it got, sagging. I got shit on, you know, it's like fucking... It's a blue collar town that wasn't able to fucking to adjust, and it's shit. I don't, I don't even know what's in Saginaw right now. I don't know what company or business or whatever can be like. Fuck, let's we're gonna pump money back into this fucking place. All the companies are like, fuck this shithole, we're out. So I mean, it was a good. It's a good two. It was a good two hours before I got to my first stop. I mean, that's how far of a drive it is. And it's weird when I tell people like prospective em- employers about my driving job. They're like, oh, how many deliveries did you do a day? And I was like, I don't know, 20 to 30 sometimes. And they're like, what? And I'm like, well, sometimes the first the first stop before I, I get to anything is a good two hours, three hours away. And then some 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 are an hour between stops. Because they all are like, uh, you know, Amazon. We want you to do 150 stops a day. This other job I applied for, they also were like, yeah, we do like 120 to 150 stops a day. I'm like, fucking Christ. None of, none of it makes sense to me. I mean, how is that possible? I mean, hell, if you were to work t- 10 hours a day and you you did 10 10 an hour a hundred right there I mean 10 an hour seems like a lot to me but what do I know I haven't been hired for any of them anyway so it doesn't fucking matter I had a phone interview for another job today and right off the bat the lady was like oh uh, some people were confused by this but the job we posted for was us is a seasonal job and I'm like well yeah that's completely on you because I know I would not have applied for a seasonal position fuck that Seasonal position. What the fuck? Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. So, uh... It was okay. There's new equipment at work, though. Uh, Dividendats has joined the 21st century. They're using an iPad. uh, A portable printer. And, um... I can't lie. I was very frustrated right off the bat with it. But, um by you know, not even midway through the day, I got the hang of it and it was super easy. And it's just one of these things that I look at just compared between Dippin' Dots and Coke, like fuck Coke, fuck their technology and fuck their lack of training because I just would call my boss. I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do now to be like this? And it was relatively simple. A lot of it didn't make fucking sense. But as long as you knew you were supposed to do this, then it became fucking easy. It was just repetition. Like, everything is fucking repetition. So, it was, it was just odd. It was weird getting back into the swing of things. We actually have a new flavor, brownie batter. Which I had said from, like, moment one. Because they sold brownie batter in bulk, but they didn't sell it in the little bags that we have you know, in these freezers. I was like, why don't we have that in the bags? Because that's like the most popular flavor in bulk. And my boss was never, he was like, ah, I don't fucking know. But they finally did it. So everybody was excited. Apparently it's new because when I was telling people out, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, we'll, we'll sell the shit out of that shit. So I uh, handed out some samples. People were happy. A lot of dumb fucking places were closed. Some places were closed for good. So, you know, it's, it's it's in this academy, to quote Gary Gullman, in this academy? But we got through it. The one thing that just kind of irked me is, you know, again, I'm in a, po- a lot of podunk towns. Richville. Richville, Michigan. Have you heard of it? Fuck, no, you haven't. Because it's a podunk town. And I'm in it. I'm at a shit shitty gas station. They sell it. I go in. They like had zero product. They're like, oh yeah, you know, fucking, no one's been here since August. And I'm like, maybe. I doubt it, because it's my boss. Um, and I and I know this place too. A good portion of the time, they would need product, and then they wouldn't buy it anyway. But they're like, yeah, you know, whatever. So they they took like a case of of all of you know all the stuff. So I sold them like seven cases, and then uh, they wanted another sign. So I gave them. We have these yard signs. I'm like, all right, here's a yard sign for you. And then they uh, they wanted to know this the, the price. They're like, yeah, hey, you got a sticker for our price. i was like, well, what do you sell for? They're like three twenty nine. And I'm like, okay, yep, I'll go look. And I found one. And then I go in and they're like, oh, should we sell it for more? And I'm like, I don't know, it's fucking, it's up to you guys. Why are you asking me? You sell for what you want to sell. They're like, what do you sell it to us for? And I told them, I said, look, man, I have not worked at this job in like six months. I cannot remember this. I know what a case costs and I know how many are in a case. You fucking rip out your calculator and here you go. And they were kind of giving me shit that I didn't remember it. And I stared them in the eye and I said, Hey, uh, I don't remember unimportant shit if I don't have to. Ta-da! You fucking idiot. And one of them called me like a rookie or something. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, you dumb fucks. Why do you live in Richville, Michigan, you fucking idiot? Ugh. Sometimes I'm not a fan of people. And when I say sometimes, I mean the majority of the time. I am not fans with people. So, uh, last night, uh, I got, I don't want to say I got drunk, but... (laughs) After the podcast, when I got done with the podcast, I left the house and I went down to the local liquor store, more or less. I'm always disappointed because it wasn't a liquor store. It used to be a pharmacy. And the the pharmacy that it was got in trouble because the guy who owned it, like, resold medication. Like, he repackaged old medication. And you, you can't fucking do that. That was a big fucking story here. In the West Michigan area, like I don't know, six, seven years ago, and uh, the dude owned like five or six pharmacies, and clearly you can't do shit like that, so he lost them all. This pharmacy it turned into this just this fucking shit, fucking little liquor store. I don't even want to give it the fucking dignity of calling a, a convenience store. Because nobody's going in there, like, buying groceries or whatever. You go in there. They should just call them... They shouldn't call them liquor stores. They should call them sin stores. Because the lady who was in front of me fucking bought beer, liquor from behind the counter, cigarettes. And if I remember right, she bought lottery tickets, too. Now... If it ever gets to the point where you can just buy uh, weed cigarettes, some doobs, she would have bought those too, right? Nobody's going in there to fucking buy a gallon of milk and uh, some cereal or uh, they're getting some fresh vegetables. Nothing in that place is fresh, Uh, it's sad to me, but whatever. It's the closest one to me where I don't think I'm going to get fucking killed. Because there is one that I can walk to pretty quickly. But it's one of those shit ones that's got, like, bars on the window. And, like, all the windows have fucking... Uh... You know, signs and posters in it, so you can't really even see in the fucking place. I'm never going into that store. And I remember there's, like, a weird alleyway next to it. And many, many years ago, when I first moved here, some woman was, like, sexually assaulted back there. And, like, this leaves a bad fucking taste in my mouth. And whenever I drive past it, there's just a shit ton of people blaring fucking music and whatever. Like fucking what the fuck's going on here? I hate it. I hate it, motherfucker. So I bought two cans of beer, like two, uh, what a double deuces or whatever they want to call them. And I sat down and I watched the Mighty Ducks on Disney Plus. That was the movie that Matt Harper and Mandy Lane had talked about this week on their podcast, another episode podcast. And so I haven't seen that movie since I actually watched it in the theater. I think back in, I think that came out in like 92. And um, it was okay. Uh, I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I watched it drunk. (laughs) Or tipsy or whatever. Would I ever watch it again? Fuck no. There, There is zero reason for me to watch that movie again zero reason although it was funny to see um the kid from dawson's creek is in it and then uh i did not know this i learned it from listening to another episode of podcast jesse smollett is in it he plays one of the uh kids on the ducks and for those who don't remember his name he was the guy who made accusations about uh being assaulted for uh being a, a gay black man in chicago and it turned out he he set everything up like he paid dudes to beat him up and it was all like a shady story to begin with like it was that you know having it at four in the morning in chicago and he was at like a subway sandwich or some shit and he said people recognized him i'm like ah. Who the fuck's Jesse Smollett? Apparently he was in some kind of television show, but four in the morning, and then he said some guys were wearing MAGA hats. Your real manipulation kind of stuff. And uh, he, uh, it turned out every, they, they did an investigation. and found out this fucker was lying. So, But he played one of the kids. How weird is that? How weird is that? So if you got Disney Plus, go watch it. I guess they got all the Mighty Ducks on it. Go watch it if you want. Probably If you got kids, probably better to watch it with your kids. Go watch it with your kids. Speaking of, speaking of MAGA and Trump and all that shit, I when I was driving around, again, it's, I'm driving up like northern Michigan, country Michigan. And I just saw so many Trump flags. So many MAGA flags, so many Don't Tread on Me flags. And it's funny to me, like I saw one place that had two Trump flags, one of those uh, thin blue line flags. It's funny, you got the thin blue line. And then I saw they got the thin red line for the firefighters. And then they had an American flag, but the American flag was was like in the back. Very strange. And to me, you're not a fucking patriot if you're waving more Trump flags than American flags. I know what you're trying to do. I actually even, I saw a flag that said, fuck Joe Biden. And um, like, I just don't, I don't get like, even if someone had like a fuck Trump flag, clearly I'm not a Trump fan. But I just could never see myself Waving a flag that says, fuck whatever. I could never see myself wearing a shirt that says, fuck whatever. Uh, as much as I enjoy saying fuck, I, it, it, it's in the moment. It's there for like n- not even half a second and then it's gone. But if you have a flag or a shirt that says, fuck this or fuck that, it's th- forever. It's there for long periods of time. Like when I saw that asshole... A couple weeks ago, he wore a shirt that said something like, don't fucking talk to me or something. I'm like, don't worry about it, sugar pie. Nobody fucking wants to talk to you anyway, you asshole. But why would you wear that? I just, you know, kids might see it or old people could see it or whatever. It's bad. Again, it's bad. Does that make me a hypocrite? Maybe. I don't give a shit, though. I would just never own anything that says fuck on it. just wouldn't do it. But it's just so weird to see all that shit. I'm like, why are you guys still waving the Trump flag? He lost. He's gone. Has he? Have you guys heard from him? Has he done anything? Oh, yeah, he did that fucking weird... What was it? CPAC or something? That weird fucking... It wasn't a Republican um uh, rally, but it was like conservative rally. Whatever bunch of fucking assholes. Bunch of motherfucker Anyway. Uh Alright, a couple things. A friend of mine on Facebook I didn't get into a Facebook fight with her. I don't think I would have gotten into a Facebook fight with her. Cause I'm not she and I are not gonna fight. But she had a post up. I'm gonna radio her post. Alright, it's a little long. I was gonna counter argument it, but I, I like I said I let it go. She writes, the unemployment stimulus last year was necessary for those who legitimately can't work now because they haven't been called back, I understand, but here lies the problem. Companies can't even get applicants at all. Those they do get are demanding wages that are asinine. Why? Because so many no companies are desperate. Here's the biggest issue. With the stimulus and extra unemployment, people are going to want to go out and spend it. Vacations, restaurants, good goods and services, etc. A Problem is companies can't staff for the demand. They want to, but the unemployment is creating a society of takers. Those who are working are stretched thin, overworked, overwhelmed, exhausted, and pissed off. Most are thankful to be working, but at what cost? For customers who get pissed at them for delays in service? Because they don't have enough employees, because people are only applying for jobs out of necessity to continue their unemployment, but often no show for interviews, It's a complete losing situation. Hell, I can't even begin serving a real breakfast yet because I can't find more cooks. Was extending unemployment necessary? For some, yes. For most, absolutely not. The system is absolutely foobar. And you guys all know what foobar means, right? Fucked up beyond all recognition. Totally broken. Not blaming current or former administrations, but blaming the absolute lack of a well-thought-out process that should have been established a freaking long time ago. In the event there was a global freaking pandemic. Oh, and do you actually think with a fully open economy, it'll get better? No, it's going to get worse because it's now through September. I don't know what she means. I don't know if that's like the extended unemployment or what. Um, I'll say this, though. I don't think anybody's getting that like extra bonus stuff. I mean, when I was unemployed, I did get that extra bonus. whatever it was, extra help, extra bonus, extra cash, whatever. And uh, I ain't going to lie, fuck, it, it made more sense. Because Dip Dippinauts wanted me to come back, but they were like, yeah, we can only give you like 20 hours a week. And I was like, it doesn't make any sense for me to come back and work for you for 20 hours a week when I can sit at home and make more than what I was making if I worked 40 hours a week. Right? It made absolutely no sense. But then that that extra bonus, it went away. At least it did here in Michigan. Did it come back? I'm unaware. Because I was unemployed for five months, and I can't lie. It was pretty... fucking. Towards the end, it was brutal. It was fucking brutal. Brutal, buddy. So that's why I, I was just trying to work as much as I could. So I went back to Dippin' Knots, and then I had all these other fucking jobs that just weren't good for me. Um... But my, what I wanted to tell her and what I wanted to counterpoint with is uh, this isn't completely all on fucking employees. A lot of it is employers. And I will say from my uh, job experience working for different comedies between just August and now, not even a year, and I've worked for one, two, three, Three, four, this new job I have will be my fifth job since August. And I'll tell you, fucking, Dippin' Dots has been the only one where they actually seem to fucking want to work with their employees and train them and get the shit done. And it's funny because they also are probably the fuck, the smallest. Coke didn't give a shit. The blood center fucking was a fiasco. The bank was just a fucking nightmare and uh it just uh, on on good and I wanted to say empl- employers need to look at themselves and if they're not going to train their employees correctly, it's just going to be... This fucking uh, in and out of employees of like, yeah, employees are going to go, yeah, this job is shit. Like I have been lately. Like this job is shit. These guys don't care about me. They're not putting me in a position where I feel like I can succeed. And it's just going to be a carousel of shit. It's almost as if the comedy bitches about employees kind of coming and going. But then they don't do a fucking thing to prevent it from happening. So, yes, she is absolutely correct when she says the system is absolutely foobar. But I don't think that's on the employees. I think that's on the employers. People want to fucking work. I mean, I I knew that unemployment was not meant to last forever. It's not meant for me to fucking just sit at home and do shit. Oh, and how do you plan for a fucking global pandemic? How do you plan for millions of people being unemployed? I'm not sure how you do that. So while I like this uh, lady, I went to high school with her. I like her and uh, I agree with her on most things. I don't fucking agree with her on this. And, uh, you know, again, she comes from, uh, she is an employer in the service industry. And I basically, I mean, I basically want to go, hey, fucking, maybe you need to bump up your wages, right? She was saying here uh, about the cooks, the line cooks, uh, not wanting to work. She said, God, where was it? Someone was um, wanting to, a line cook was, they were wanting a certain amount of money. Uh, $25 an hour. Now I've never worked in the kitchen like that. I don't know what they make. I mean, to me, that sounds like a fucking whole lot, but then you just tell them to go fuck themselves. Are any guys in a situation right now where you feel like you're unemployed, you're underemployed or you are unemployed? Do you want to just sit at home? Fuck me, man. Because even with all this pandemic shit, of like, you're really not supposed to be out and about anyway. I can't just sit around and fucking play video games or stream TV all goddamn day. It's awful. I don't, I mean, what's the solution? People gotta survive. All right, speaking of surviving, speaking of surviving, everybody likes sponsorships. Uh, everybody wants to be sponsored. I would love to have this podcast sponsored. If any of you out there want to sponsor this podcast, please let me know. I will stop calling this the Elemental Podcast, and I will call this the uh, Ace Hardware Presents Stu and His Foul Mouth Podcast. Right? Uh, you know, if they give me a certain amount of money, so I would, I would, I would take it. If you guys have, if you guys do like this podcast, I don't know why you fucking do, but I hopefully you do. I see. I'm not gonna lie. I get um, and I don't think this is a brag, but I get several thousand downloads a, a week. I don't know how the fuck that happens, but I do. And uh, so clearly some people like this. Or maybe it's a hate listen. Hey, if you hate listen, all right, good for you. Consider subscribing to the Patreon. Uh, You know, that's just uh, five bucks a month for the Patreon. It's the same shit, but more. If you need more stew and his dumb rants in your life, consider the Patreon. But concerning sponsorship, I'm all about it. You know, a lot of professional sports teams that have uh, patches on their jerseys. Like NASCAR is all, I mean, that's all NASCAR is, ads. Soccer apparently is turning in that way. A lot of fucking ads and patches and stuff on their jerseys. Speaking of patches, sidebar. Last night, I spent like $110 on patches. (laughs) Uh, I did that because, for those who don't know, I have uh, work jackets that I got from Coke. And I cannot lie, I fucking love them. They are super nice jackets. And uh, they got a little Coke logo on it. And I don't want the fucking Coke logo on it anymore. I don't work for Coke anymore. I couldn't give two fucks about Coke. Apparently it's embroidered. I thought it was a patch, but apparently it's embroidered. So I'm thinking, all right, I I can just put a patch over it. So I was trying to think of some patches, and I was like, ah, Coors Banquet. I saw a Coors Banquet patch. And I'm like, oh, fuck, tragically hit. And I couldn't find any, so I'm on a tragically hit fan page on the Facial Book. So I just posted. I said, "Hey, any guys get any uh, suggestions on where I can get a tragically hit patch?" And a lot of people are like, oh, "Go to their fucking website and buy some there." And the, the, I would, but the goddamn tragically hit don't sell patches on their site. At least currently, they don't. So they sent me to this guy who makes something. He he makes his fucking, he's like an Etsy dude or something. And, uh, fuck, this guy, I don't know why he does it this way. Well, I do know why. He makes more money this way, probably. He sold, what he did is he sells it. It's a big bundle. It's 20 patches plus a a keychain. a Tragically Hip. But then it was like uh, $140 Canadian. So it came out to like 115 American. And uh, I can't lie, overall, that's a good fucking deal when it comes to patches. Because every patch I saw was going to be like $10, and then there was going to be shipping and handling. So if you figure it out, if you averaged it out, it was a good fucking deal. I was like, fuck. But I'm like, I don't want 20 fucking uh, patches. I just want like two, you dick. But I caved and I bought him. So whatever. He's a small businessman and whatever. So uh, th- there we go. Some patches. But uh, there is a uh, there is a college team that is going to get sponsored. And I'm not down with it. Um, I think it's dumb, dumb. And I'm not a fan of it. If they wanted to put patches on, on the kids' jerseys, I get it. But... Um, Michigan State Spartans said they're going to change the name of the basketball team. How about that? They announced, Michigan State announced a massive expansion in its endorsement deal with Rocket Mortgage based out of Detroit. Under the new five-year deal, Detroit-based Rocket Mortgage will be the presenting sponsor of the famed men's basketball team which will be now known throughout the Breslin Center as MSU Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. That's the fucking like official title. Uh, You're the fucking Michigan State basketball team. You're not the Michigan State basketball team as sponsored by Rocket Mortgage, Lick My Dick, Suck My Balls. Why don't they just change the name then of the stadium or the arena I think they play what It's the Breslin Center Right Change it Change the name of that To now it's Michigan State Basketball Played at Rocket Mortgage Arena Huh? Eh? Huh? Eh? It's college kids too I don't Whatever It's uh, Stupid But in this day and age, you got to try and make a buck wherever the fuck you can. Wherever the fuck you can, you got to make it. You got to make a fucking buck. You got to fucking do it. All right, this is the last story. I'm sorry, this is a shorter podcast only because I work so goddamn long. And I didn't have time to fucking really kind of research shit. But I saw this yesterday. There is a university here in Grand Rapids, Uh, it's very close to where I live, it's called Calvin University, and it is a Christian Reform University. If you were to ask me what Christian Reform means, I couldn't fucking tell you. I don't really know. Um, I do know that it's uh, pretty strict. They don't want you fucking uh, swearing, smoking, drinking, no premarital sex. Anything that's kind of fun, they don't want you to fucking do, all right? A lot of Christian Reform people here in Grand Rapids and West Michigan, they don't want you fucking mowing your lawn on Sunday. It's that kind of weird shit. But uh, some weird stuff went down. Um... Apparently, on uh, Tuesday, there were students at Calvin holding up signs that claimed being LGBTQ was a sin. And uh, there was a a senior there, Kaya Hurley, is a senior at Calvin. And uh, she said she couldn't believe her fellow students could be so blatantly hateful. And she couldn't believe administrators weren't doing anything to condemn it. I was outraged, she said. I don't understand how you can do that with a clear conscience. It was going to cause trouble and hurt people. Apparently they did a sit-in today. Today! They did a sit-in with 100 people who sat in solidarity on uh, Calvin's campus. The protest was organized following controversy over the anti-LGBTQ signage on campus earlier this week. You know how college campuses are. For the, for the most part, colleges are kind of about free-thinking op- opportunities for young people to find themselves, to come to grips with who they are to explore things, take advantage of things. It's their maybe their first opportunity where they've ever been away from home, um, kind of uh, reinventing their identity. And um, sexuality is a huge part of it. And so uh, I in this day and age, uh, sexuality is clearly more open than when I was in College. I had two friends. I've, I've spoken about this before, but I had two friends in college, good friends of mine, who uh, they came out to me my junior year of college. So that would have been like ninety ninety one. 91. They came out. They weren't in relationships together. They were friends with each other and they came out to me. And, you know, this is the early 90s, and it, it was just kind of an odd thing. And then uh, they told me right before Thanksgiving break, and I went home, and I thought about it, and I said, well, these guys aren't trying to fuck me or date me, so why the fuck do I care? And uh, I like these dudes before I knew they were gay, and them being gay has nothing to do with my relationship with them, right? It's like I know a lot of chicks who don't want to fuck me. It's the same kind of thing. So is it a sin? I don't really think so. Some people do. Uh, I call those people lunatics. Whatever. Calvin President Michael Leroy uh, had out a public statement. He said, Calvin University will really make public statements related to the issues of the day, but we write today because we believe this is a public issue that has bearing on our students and our community life. The tabling event yesterday afternoon failed to live up to our community's high standards. Eh, good for him. I'm kind of shocked by that. I kind of bring it up because I am also shooting a short film. I've mentioned it on the Patreon, at least. I don't know if I have on the freebie or not, but I'm shooting another short film, and all uh, it, again, it's college students who are doing it. It's not a college student production it's not anything for a class it's just something they're doing on their own and they are all part of the calvin community and i don't know if it's necessarily anything i'll bring up with them but you know it's me and all of these kids none of them are older than 22 would be my guess and it's like well what do you guys think about this how do you feel about this Do any you guys give a shit about this I'm not going to lie, everybody. Um, If I was part of the LGBTQ community, I probably would not have gone to Calvin College. I would not have made that choice. Uh, Just because I know there's a lot of weirdness in the Christian community with people and how they think about... The LGBT community, and you know, are are they sinful? Are they going to go to heaven and all that weird stuff? But some people, they really uh, they identify with both. They identify with their Christian faith and beliefs as well as their sexuality, and uh, there needs to be a, a coming together of both. And uh, more power to you. I just would not. I would not have wanted to put myself in that position. There are so many universities out there. And let's also be perfectly honest, Calvin College is not a cheap school. And uh, I'm not going to lie, it it means a lot in this community. But fuck, if you were to go live anywhere else, if you were to move out of state and go somewhere, no one gives a fuck about Calvin College or it's now Calvin University. That was one of the things about when it was uh, Calvin College. Uh, people used to take the CALV off the stickers. You know, you can get Calvin College stickers, so they take off the CALV, and then it would just say in college. <laughs> I always thought that was very funny. So, uh, hey, if you if you are a uh, alumni of Calvin College, or if you currently are going to Calvin College, shoot me a message and let me know how you feel about all this stuff. I think it's crazy that we still still deal with it to this day and age um, hopefully it goes away sooner than later so but that said everybody I'm done uh, I'm, I'm gonna go make something to eat maybe I'll watch Mighty Ducks 2 and then I gotta go to bed I'm working dots again tomorrow baby but uh, hey if you guys can do me a favor please like the Facebook page please like the Twitter page Twitter is where we're doing all of the polls so if you want to vote in the beer poll, head over there. Please do that. Um, please consider subscribing to the Patreon. I'm not lying, it's the same shit. It's just more. If you need more stew in your life, you probably need to see a therapist, but I do appreciate it. It's just five bucks a month, one less Starbucks coffee in your life, uh, a couple less candy bars in your life. It goes to a good cause, me. So please consider subscribing to the Patreon. Go to patreon.com, search out Elemental Podcast, you'll find it. There's only the one tier. It's just five bucks. Thank you. Now go do these things. I already mentioned another episode podcast. That's Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine. They talk about movies that shaped their childhood. Every Wednesday, they drop new episodes. And uh, like they said this past Wednesday... Was the mighty fucking Dax, and then uh, next week, where is it? Uh, the Fifth Element. Bruce Willis. Holy shit! Chris Tucker, uh, Gary Oldman, uh, Milo Jovanovich. Great fucking movie. I love that movie. It was very cool. So go give uh, another episode podcast a listen. You can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well too. If you go to Facebook, please go check out Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. Small business woman trying to make her way through life. She's making baked goods. She's making some crafts. Fuck, I should see if she could She could have made me a patch. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, go like her page on Facebook, Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. Buy some baked goods from her. Buy some crafts from her. Help out a small businesswoman. Awesome stuff. Then, stay on Facebook, go check out the Sunday Slaw, that's Adam House and Stephanie Booms! Those two get together, they knock their heads, and they go, hey, we need to go get some coleslaw. And they go get some coleslaw. Then they film themselves eating the coleslaw, and then they tell you what they think about the coleslaw. It's pretty fucking simple. And it usually happens on Sunday. So that's why it's called the sunday slaw sometimes it doesn't happen on sunday but most of the time it does so if you like coleslaw go like the sunday slaw hit the like button if nothing else and then last but not least uh go like the page of colby's river retreat it's on facebook they're on instagram as well it is a cabin rental place in Tylertown, mississippi it's big enough that it can sleep five people, so that's cool. If you got four friends, you got four friends more than I do. How about that? But you and the four friends can go down there. You can go tubing, hiking, go to the whorehouse next door, uh, maybe protest against the LGBTQ community. It is Tylertown, Mississippi. They're probably cool with it. I don't really know. But uh, that's it. I think they're clo- they're still closed right now. From my understanding, but they're going to reopen soon. So hopefully in April they'll reopen, bigger and better than ever. But like I said, they're on Facebook, Instagram, and they got their own webpage, Colby's River Tree. Go check it out and then rent it. Tell them that you listen to the Elemental Podcast and you get that 0% discount. It's great. So that's it. We're done. I'll be back tomorrow for the Patreon and uh we'll update the uh beer bracket on monday so please go vote okay that's it we're done i'll see you have a good night okay bye